The older I get, the more I realize there are just some things I don't know. Balancing a budget, for example. I'm not a financial whiz. Sure, I know batting averages, passing and rushing yards, three-point shooting percentage. But intentionally putting away money for retirement? That's where my friends at NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast come in. NerdWallet's trusted financial journalists use fact-based reporting for some much-needed clarity in the financial world, helping you make smarter decisions with your money. The nerds have helped me get smarter about things like planning my tax bills so I don't dread April every single year. Actually, I was one of the first in line this time around. Saving on travel so that I can take my girls on trips. Because spending less on airfare means more money for an extra night and maybe a fancy dinner too. So enjoy the things you love, the Ole Miss Rebels, your family, your friends, knowing that your financial situation is taken care of with advice that you followed from NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app today. Trust me, future you will thank you. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Belts. This is the Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. It's your chance to talk Ole Miss sports with Rebel coaches and your host, Chuck Roundsville of the Ole Miss Spirit, covering Ole Miss sports for 35 years. Are you ready? We're ready. Are you ready? The lines are open at 888-808-8637. This way, fellas. Now, let's talk Ole Miss sports with Chuck. Howdy, Toddy Rebel Nation. Welcome to the Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yale Hotline. I'm joined tonight by my trusty sidekick, Mr. Yancey Porter. How was Christmas and New Year, buddy? Great, man. I'll tell you what, everybody's uh, wearing all their new threads from Christmas <laughs> and New Year's, and then I walk in here and Chucky's got on some baby blue shirt where the cotton's so worn out, it's kind of like threading out, it's balling up. <laughs> I wanted to, come on, I was expecting you to get him some new threads, but I see you didn't. Yeah, Where, what happened to your iron? Look at those <laughs> pants, my God, they, you just get them out of the laundry hamper? <laughs> all right, well, we're off to a good start this year. After a couple of Mondays off, uh, you know, uh, Christmas Eve and New Year's Eve, we couldn't have a show, but a lot took place in Rebel Land uh, in the last couple of weeks since we were on the air, uh, yeah. Yancey. I mean, uh, Matt Luke hires a, a new offensive coordinator to go along with defensive coordinator Mike McIntyre and mm-hmm. Rich Rodriguez, a 24-year head coach veteran. Uh, I mean, what a tremendous hire. Yeah, no doubt. And then, uh, you know, we go over basketball. Uh, I believe we missed two games since we last been mm-hmm. on air, and they went 2-0, and including a huge victory there on the road. But Rich Rodriguez is definitely going to bring a lot of experience to the staff and some new ideas. I, I, I liked, uh, you know, I liked the direction because if you look at Free's beginning of his tenure, especially with Bo Wallace, you saw a lot of that read option yeah. in play, a lot of jet sweep motions which got away from in the Longo. There was no eye candy. It was shotgun go or just shotgun handed off. And, and right now they need some eye candy. They need to confuse the defenses to really uh, spark that offense, and especially inside the 20s. I thought it was a great pick. Well, you know, all coaches pilfer from each other. And, uh, 
Hugh Freeze would be the first to tell you that uh, he got a lot of his stuff from Rich Rodriguez, yeah. who's considered the inventor of uh, spread, read option, all that mm-hmm. stuff that uh, they, we ran under under Hugh Freeze and Dan Werner. Uh, tonight, What's on Taps brought to you by the Library Sports Bar, home of Monday Night Football. Of course, that's over now. Unless, what, tonight? Uh-uh. Got tonight the, yeah. the, the national championship game there at 7 o'clock. Oxford's most popular watering hole on the square. 120 South 11. Well, never mind. You know where the library is. Everybody knows where the library is. Tom Luke will be on at 6.15 tonight to discuss Matt Luke's hiring of O.C. Rich Rodriguez and D.C. Mike McIntyre. And then at 6.30, Yancey, our trusty co-host, Mr. <laughs> Mr. Kermit Davis. Uh, we're going to have him on for a few minutes, uh, talk about not only the Vanderbilt game, but Wednesday at 6 o'clock, a huge game. Got the Auburn Tigers, who I think, aren't they top 10 or top 12, something like that? Uh, they are in the slash RPI, KPEG, or whatever they call it now. I don't even keep up with the rankings because of baseball and basketball, it really doesn't matter. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, the, you know, Auburn is not only are they talented, but they're experienced like Ole Miss. They've got yeah. a lot of guys that have been through the wars, and it's going to be a really good matchup. Yeah, and uh, Kermit, you know, thinking, expecting it to be the first sellout ever in the pavilion, and I, I do too. I think there's only a 1,000 yeah, no seats left. And, and that's what the students, if they were in town, it'd be easily sold out right no now. No question. As they keep winning, it'll be an annual deal. All right, we'll be right back after these important messages from our wonderful sponsors on the Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yo Hotline. Hang tight. Cannon, our customers have trusted us for over 60 years, and we're proud to continue serving you. Shop our inventory online 24-7 at nobodybeatsacannondale.com or stop by our dealership on Highway 6 West to test drive the new family-sized Chevy Suburban, the confident Chevy Tahoe, and the dependable Chevy Silverado. And remember, when the smoke clears, nobody beats a cannon deal. Nobody. Chevrolet, find new roads. If you own an SUV or light truck, finding the perfect tire just got a whole lot easier. Let Gateway Tire and Service Centers show you what the Geolander HT GO56 can do for your daily drive. Thanks to an advanced all-season compound and unique tread features, it is one of the longest-lasting light truck tires on the road. See them today at Gateway and find out about the 70,000-mile warranty. Check out the new Geolander HT GO56 at Gateway Tire and Service Center and see what could be the perfect tire for your light truck or SUV. You've made it to the Grove before every single game. Are you ready? 19 years running. At Seaspire, we get it. You'll do anything to help your team win. Just like anything we do is inspired by you. We're your biggest fan, and we'll sing it loud. From business to home to wireless, our inspiration is always you. Seaspire, customer inspired. Now buy one top smartphone and get another one free to gift. Details at cspire.com. The farm provides us with many things, and it means many things. From crops to cattle, poultry, and timber, 
The farm is vital to our everyday lives. It's a place to enjoy the outdoors and where many traditions are born. Whatever the farm means to you, let First South Farm Credit finance it. We're ready to help you make your dream of land ownership or farming your own land a reality. Visit FirstSouthland.com, equal housing lender. This is the Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. The lines are open at 888-808-8637. And now, back to the Rebel Yell Hotline. Welcome back to Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. Visit C Spire this week and start 2019 off on a high note. Right now, buy a top smart smartphone at C Spire and get $750 off the second one. Woo! The offer ends pretty soon. For more details, visit cspire.com. C Spire, customer inspired. That's a pretty good deal, right? And, there. No $750 doubt. One hundred and fifty dollars off the second one. Uh, Yancey, besides uh, you know the Rich Rodriguez news in football, there's some rumblings and rumors going along, going around. Uh, Maurice Harris went to Liberty with sure. Hugh Freeze. That leaves the tight end position open, and I understand probably the leading candidate is Calvin McGee, who was the OC with Rich Rodriguez at Arizona. Uh, top-notch recruiter, top-notch offensive mind that, you know, and you'd like to see Rich Rodriguez have one of his guys, in quotes, no on the staff. But that's not a done deal. There's a buyout, I understand. He's at New Mexico right now, New Mexico State, and there's a buyout in his contract. And Ole Miss is, uh, you know, looking at other candidates as well. Also, John Sumrall, linebacker's coach, is, is being wooed a little bit by West Virginia. His buddy, Neil Brown, went from Troy up to West Virginia as the head coach, got a new gig. He's after John a little bit. And uh, also, John may be a candidate for the head coaching job at Troy. Um, my understanding is Matt Luke's going to fight for him if Neil Brown comes after him. But if Troy offers him the head coaching <laughs> job, which which John wants to do, you know, he wants to be a head coach sure. one day, Matt's going to just wish him well and uh and you know and not put up too much of a stink. Jack Bicknell was rumored to be uh going with Longo up to North Carolina, but that doesn't look like that's going to happen. Uh, I think Jack Bicknell's going to be here for a while. Brian Tyree, player of the week in the SEC, 31 points against Vanderbilt, a career high while Terrence Davis was on the bench with foul trouble. Brian Tyree was keeping the Rebels in the game, did a great job. And then one of my all-time favorites, Yancey, Patrick Willis, was elected mm-hmm. to the College Football Hall of Fame. Well-deserved. Who spotted Patrick? Huh? Who spotted Patrick? Mike McIntyre. There you go. Sure did. Recruited him. Certainly yep. did. So give me some thoughts on uh, those two or three tidbits there. Well, uh, you know, uh, stability is always nice. And as far as, as Summerall is the big one to me, um, you know, he's a budding star. We knew that when he was hired. You could just tell by the way he carried himself. You could tell the way that the linebackers progressed. We saw more this year than the previous five combined. Uh, you know, you you wish the best for him. You hope that he advances his, in his career. But selfishly, you hope that it works out for him to stay here at Ole Miss 
to go under year two with that young linebacker core. You're talking about nine guys that will be underclassmen in that linebacker core. That continuity would be really important. And strangely, as it sounds, you might be leaning a little bit on the defense at the beginning of the season with so many new faces, especially along the offensive line and wide receiver group Mm -hmm. there on offense. So, you know, that is definitely something to watch out for. you know, as as far as uh, the tight end position, you know, I'm, I'm with you. Get somebody that you're familiar with, and, and definitely Rich Rod is, is is familiar with him. All right, let's go to the control room now, Mr. Jack Schultz for Ole Miss Sports News. Take it away, Rhino. It's time now for Ole Miss Sports News, brought to you by Rebel Rags on Jackson Avenue, Oxford. Tell them about it, Molly. Rebel Rags, anything, everything, Ole Miss. Hotty toddy and happy new year, Rebel fans. You're listening to the first 2019 edition of Ole Miss News on Rebel Yell Hotline. Today was a big day in honors for current and former Rebels. We'll begin with the newest Ole Miss inductee to the College Football Hall of Fame, Patrick Willis. He becomes the 10th former Rebel player or coach to earn the honor. Willis was a four-year letter winner from 2003 to 2006, earning consensus All-American honors in 06, winning the Butkus Award and the Lambert Trophy as the nation's best linebacker. He led the SEC in tackles and was a two-time SEC Defensive Player of the Year. A no-brainer inductee to the Hall of Fame. Congrats, Patrick. Switching sports, current Rebel Brian Tyree earned his own award today, named the SEC Player of the Week in basketball. He led Ole Miss to a thrilling win over Vanderbilt in the SEC opener on Saturday, scoring a career-high 31 points, shooting a perfect 6-for-6 from the free-throw line. He now has at least 20 points in seven of the last 10 games and is the only player in the SEC to rank in the conference's top five in scoring, field goal percentage, free throw percentage, and three-point field goal percentage. Tyree and company are 11-2 overall, 1-0 in conference play, riding an eight-game winning streak. They host nationally ranked number 11 Auburn Wednesday night at 6 in the Pavilion. Rebel fans, you need to get your tickets and pack the pavilion this week. The Rebels will also invade Starkville on Saturday to face rival number 14, Mississippi State, at noon. Exciting times in Oxford to start 2019 for sure. Back to Chuck and Yancey. All right, thank you, Jack. Good job as usual. Uh, Jack uh, went to Italy. Italy, I know. The holidays. Wish I got a fitness suitcase. Good for him. Good no for doubt. him. I wish I could. Go. No, I don't. I don't want to leave the United States. Nah, <laughs> I'm not interested. I'm not. Boy interested. from Bahia, Mississippi, yeah. would know what to do in Italy. You know, I could. I, I, you I'd have like a target to go, on your forehead. You know, I'd go scuba diving down at uh, Belize, somewhere like that. But other than that, I, I don't want to leave the United States. I'm, I'm pretty happy here. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, going back to Sumrall, um, I had a little talk with John last week and. He told me he's extremely excited about what Mike McIntyre's plans are for the defense. He's he really likes uh, the odd front, the three forward look, uh, bigger defensive end. I mean, uh, guys like Sam Williams that we just signed, and Brendan Williams that was here yeah, last yeah. year. Um, feels like those guys. What about fit Chucky in. Raleigh? Would he be a yes, candidate yes, there? Yes. Yeah. Chuck Wiley would fit in at that uh, outside yeah. linebacker situation so they they think they've got the personnel that, that fits a 3-4 a little better so we'll see alright we'll be right back with Tom Luke after these important messages from our wonderful sponsors on the Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline hang tight
Cannon, our customers have trusted us for over 60 years, and we're proud to continue serving you. Shop our inventory online 24-7 at nobodybeatsacannondale.com or stop by our dealership on Highway 6 West to test drive the new family-sized Chevy Suburban, the confident Chevy Tahoe, and the dependable Chevy Silverado. And remember, when the smoke clears, nobody beats a cannon deal, nobody. Chevrolet, find new roads. If you own an SUV or light truck, finding the perfect tire just got a whole lot easier. Let Gateway Tire and Service Centers show you what the Geolander HT-GO56 can do for your daily drive. Thanks to an advanced all-season compound and unique tread features, it is one of the longest-lasting light truck tires on the road. See them today at Gateway and find out about the 70,000-mile warranty. Check out the new Geolander HT-GO56 at Gateway Tire and Service Center and see what could be the perfect tire for your light truck or SUV. You've made it to the Grove before every single game. Are you ready? 19 years running. At Seaspire, we get it. You'll do anything to help your team win. Just like anything we do is inspired by you. We're your biggest fan, and we'll sing it loud. From business to home to wireless, our inspiration is always you. Seaspire, customer inspired. Now buy one top smartphone and get another one free to gift. Details at cspire.com. Avanakins Diamond is chosen for its excellence, brilliance, and fire. Avanakins Mount is then chosen for its intricate craftsmanship and detailing. Whether the mount is a beautiful crafted piece from the past or a specially designed piece from the present, the results are the same. Wow. When you want to say forever, say it with class, say it with love, but most of all, say it with a Vanakis diamond because you know she's worth it. Vanakis Jewelers Store at downtown New Albany or vanakins.com. This is the Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. The lines are open at 888-808-8637. And now, back to the Rebel Yell Hotline. Welcome back. Is your phone a little rough around the edges? Finally, there's a single place you can trust for all your phone repairs. C Spire. C Spire stores from Brandon to Tupelo are now a certified phone repair location. They can fix any problem on any device from any carrier, in most cases while you wait. Stop by today. C Spire customer inspired. We're very happy now to have Mr. Tom Luke join us. And uh, Tom's going to clue us in on why... Matt Luke went with uh, Mike McIntyre and Rich Rodriguez as his new coordinators. And uh, just, uh, Tom, welcome. Hey, thanks, thanks for having me. Yeah, how was your uh, Christmas, my brother? Too short, too short. Wasn't much, wasn't much break in there. Uh, <laughs> Christmas was great, but it wasn't much break to go with. Yeah, I understand. Well, it's 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 year round. I mean, it's. Tr- 24-7, 12 months a year in your profession now, isn't it, brother? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. They don't uh, – it's it's all the time, every day. So let's uh, let's start with McIntyre. Tom, I'm sure that uh, familiarity of having worked with uh, Mike at Duke had a lot of influence on Matt's uh, decision, but, you know, there, there had to be other factors as well. Yeah, I think it was. Like I said, I think that the main thing was that – 
you know, when when Matt got the opportunity to to go out and hire some of his own guys, uh, you know, I think the thing that impressed me the most was that uh, the patience. I think that not trying to jump out there and you know please anybody or do anything. He took his time. Uh, you know, knew what he was looking for as far as the right fit, the right scheme, the right person that's going to be effective over a long time because he knows, like I said, this is his is task to get it right. And uh, I think that when he went out there and, you know, Coach McIntyre just checked all the boxes from that from that standpoint. And, you know, like I said, uh, you know, and obviously with Ron York behind him on, on that and backing him, uh, to make to make the the call to make that move, I think was uh, you know a uh, I think a very mature and you know uh, put a lot of thought and effort into it. And you know I think uh, you know obviously we got the right guy. You know, and and Ross Bjork's uh, part in this can't be minimized. I mean, he he had to okay the money, and uh, it's a it's a big commitment to go 1.5 million for three years for a coordinator and then turn around and do almost a million a year for three years with, with Rich Rod on offensive coordinator. Uh, you got to have an AD that's committed to what's happening in the program to do that. That's right. I think that there's a, uh, there's a level of trust on both ends there. that has to be. And uh, like I said, just the, the overall spirit of the whole, of the whole process has been phenomenal. The confidence in one another. Uh, the way they work together uh, through that process, the amount of time to, you know, not hurry up, don't hurry up, we got to have somebody in place by this time. And I think having the right guy was much more important than making a, a rush decision, and I think it's paid off. When you look at uh, Mike's situation, uh, the, the talk in rumor mill, but we hadn't talked to Mike, and I'm sure you have, I'm sure you've talked to Matt as well about this, uh, base three four is that what we're hearing? Is that is that what is that yeah. true? And and is that that's kind of trending in college football right now? It seems like that's right. And I think uh, I think it's it's very flexible. It's uh, uh, I think from what I've seen, you know, you can call it a base three four, and but they, you know, uh, in certain situations and things like that, it's it's very. Uh, 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 it's a situation where his scheme allows him to play uh, four down as well. So you know, it's not it's it's not just hey, this is what we do, and it's it, it adapts to what the offense is doing uh, and gives you the length, uh, the the flexibility, so to speak, to be able to go to a four man front if, if need be, or a five man, another all oh, five man, yeah, whatever, whatever the case may be. I you know it. it uh, uh, I think it's it's a very flexible defense. It's uh, it, it's uh, very effective and gives you a lot of options. Tom, uh, was there any concern uh, in, in getting with Mike that you know he'd been a head coach so long, and now you're asking him uh, to come back and call plays again, to call defenses, to uh, analyze the opposing team's offenses, or or is it kind of like falling off a bike? You just don't forget how to do it. Well, I don't. I think that uh, you know. I don't think you know how to do it. And and most head coaches that I've talked to, uh, many of them, uh, obviously, you know, taking throwing the salaries out the window, would love to go back and coach again. The way this game's gotten, that you know, the head coach, uh, you know, has so many more responsibilities, and the, the, the chance to just go back 
and do why they got in this profession to coach football, a lot of them jump at that opportunity. And I think that that's what we've kind of taken advantage of. The, their, their desire to want to coach football again and, and have their hands and run that side of the ball again is very attractive to some of these guys that have been head coaches. Let's shift gears over to Rich Rod now. Uh, kind of came out of left field. I mean, uh, Matt was looking at some guys that uh, – were kind of public knowledge, and then all of a sudden Rich Rod shows up on campus, and within 48 hours he's hired. Uh, he must have pushed all the right buttons with Matt. Well, I, I think so. I think, you know, that was, that was, that was, that was mutual. Uh, I think that the uh, – I think they, they kind of uh, hit it off immediately. I think it was something that, uh, you know, obviously with, with Coach Rod's pedigree and background and, you know, basically – uh, maybe not a hundred percent, but pretty much uh, the 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 RPO guru uh, with the ability to run the football and all that. The things that Matt wants us to be able to do, and thinks that long term wise that you're going to have to be able to do the, to uh, to win championships here. I think all those things were very very attractive to Matt, and I think the same thing that we talked about a while ago, the opportunity to get back in and run your side of the ball. And be the head coach of the offense, the head coach of the defense, it was pretty attractive to him. Well, and you're talking about uh, two guys in McIntyre and Rodriguez with nearly 35 years of head coaching experience, and that certainly doesn't uh, hurt Matt's calls in, in, you know, game day decisions and sideline decisions and that type thing. He can draw on uh, two pretty, pretty good resources there. Oh, no doubt. I think that brings a lot of experience to the staff, a lot of, uh, you know, things that you can talk about uh, in staff meetings and, and uh, pick, uh, you know, just, you know, you have three head coaches in the room and all of them, you know, might have done something differently. But I think when you put all three of them together and they all have open minds, I think what you find is that, hey, you can kind of say, you know, this is, Sometimes it's good. This is what I did, and I didn't like it. Now this is something I did, and I did like. And he can kind of take the best of all worlds and put it together to make the, the you know, what's best for Ole Miss that we might not have had to go through, you know, two years from now. You know, so it, that experience is just, you know, uh, it's priceless. Yeah. Tom, another thing, and I think this speaks well of Matt, uh, in in my opinion, and. You can refute this if you'd like. Uh, it, it shows to me a sense of uh, confidence in himself that he was willing to hire two veteran head coaches. Uh, you know, a lot of a lot of guys would be threatened by that, but it, apparently he's not only wasn't threatened, he was excited. <laughs> no doubt, no doubt. I think that shows to his maturity and how you know much he's been around the game and how much confidence he has in his ability to motivate players as well as his knowledge of the game. I think it speaks volumes for that, you know, the maturity. As I said, the whole process of taking his time, picking who he wants, picking the right guy, not only the right scheme was cues, but to to have enough confidence in yourself to have guys that have run their own things and done that and not even you know, not blink an eye at, at that, I think is, you know, like I said, it does speak volumes for him. 
All right, buddy. Listen, we appreciate your time, and uh, we're going to have you back on around spring football, if you don't mind. We'll talk about what you see out there when the Rebels are uh, button heads in spring. Looking forward to it. Looking forward to spring getting started. Looking forward to seeing these two new students getting after it. So I appreciate Absolutely. it, Chuck. Thanks for having me. Oh, thanks, Tom. Thanks, appreciate Tom. you, buddy. That's Tom Luke, uh, Matt Luke's older brother, who is in football operations and certainly has the ear of the head coach and uh, is involved in a lot of decision-making within the Ole Miss football program, and we we're glad to have him. Rebel Flashback brought to you by Abner's Famous Chicken Tenders with locations in Oxford. That's the original right there at University in, in uh, Lamar. I mean, Jackson. No, Lamar. Gosh, I can't even know where it is. Tupelo, Memphis, and Brandon. Uh, when Archie Manning and Mike Glenn were looking for a football head coach to replace Houston Nutt almost seven years ago, God knows time flies, doesn't it? They inquired about Rich Rodriguez, who had finished a tough tenure at Michigan and was sitting out a year in 2011. But Arizona had already gotten deep into their search and hired Rich Rod quickly. Rodriguez now has 24 years of head coaching experience as he joins the Rebels as the new offensive coordinator under Matt Luke. And he has an overall record of 163-119-2. and two. Rodriguez is considered a pioneer of the no-huddle, run-oriented version of the spread offense, although a pass-first version was already being implemented by others. He first developed uh, this offensive approach at Glenville State and refined it during his stops at Tulane with Sean King at Clemson with Woodrow Dantzler and at West Virginia, most notably with dual-threat quarterback Pat White. This strategy features frequent use of the shotgun formation, which we're used to. Rodriguez is also credited for inventing the zone replay that Yancey was talking about earlier, a run out of the shotgun formation. Former Rebel coach Hugh Freeze ran a lot of the same packages when he was setting offensive records at Ole Miss during the 2013 through 2015 seasons. With the additions of Rodriguez and D.C. Mike McIntyre, the Rebels have garnered some instant credibility, catching the attention of the nation with those hires and inspiring a downtrodden fan base with a shot of needed adrenaline. Rebel Flashback brought to you out Abner's famous chicken tenders. We'll be right back after these important messages from our wonderful sponsors on the Cannon Motors Mississippi Rebel Yo Hotline. Hang tight.
This is the Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. The lines are open at 888-808-8637. And now, back to the Rebel Yell Hotline. Welcome back to Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. We're supposed to have uh, Kermit Davis Jr. on uh, at 6.30, but I just got word from Rhino that uh, Kermit Davis Sr., Kermit's uh, dad, is in the hospital, and right now is the first time that Kermit's been able to talk to him. So we're going to probably get him in five or so minutes, uh, but certainly that's way more important than being on the Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline talking to his dad in the hospital. Uh, but, Yancey, I, I, I thought it was uh, uh, pretty interesting what he said, what Tom said. I, I'm not real familiar with the 3-4, but it does look like if you have the right personnel that it could be a really versatile defense where you could go to a five-man front real easily or go to a, a four-man front real easily and uh, – I'm I'm excited about it. I noticed that Alabama runs it a lot, and it certainly worked good for them. But I think the key is you got to have a really good nose guard to start off. Yeah, you have to. I've been watching the three four for a number of years just because I'm a big Stiller fan, and they've been running the three four for twenty five years. Uh, what the Stillers? Fan? Stiller? Yeah, Pittsburgh. Oh, Steelers. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought <laughs> you said Ben Stiller, like like. Okay, go ahead. Stiller fan. But, you know, it gives you the flexibility, really. Uh, what the four-two-five did is it allowed you to be able to play against the spread and, and get defenders in space. And the three-four allows you to do that, too. And you can also bring bring over two edge rushers and go to the five-man front mm-hmm. with the bigger guys like we talked about, Chucky and um, who are a couple of the others. Sam Williams. Sam I'm Williams, excited Brandon about Brandon Williams, those guys that – uh, can get after the passer, but it all starts up the middle with that nose guard, and then your two corners. Mm-hmm. And two corners have to be real, don't? Yes, they, they got to be real. Hopefully, Jalen Jones will be back a hundred percent. And Montreal Custis, yeah. I know he, you know, was playing more of other positions, but those guys are so flexible; they move all around. So, you know, we were kind of talking about that off the air. Who would back up Benito there mm-hmm. at nose guard? And that's going to be the big question. That's where. The junior college player they, you know, they signed last year was with Southern Cal, didn't end up qualifying. And then, uh, you know, Jalen Cunningham moving offense there. Those were kind of the ideal pieces. They, you know, had had ideas about maybe moving to the 3-4 with the prior staff so or, or the prior defensive coordinators. So they had tried to start kind of recruiting towards that uh, even last year. But, you know, we'll see. Uh, you know, does Jalen get another look there at mm-hmm. nose guard again uh, coming this uh, spring, I guess, is when you would really take a hard look at it. But getting that nose guard situation will be the biggest piece of the puzzle. Yeah. Now, who were the two? There's two freshmen that were red-shirted. Um, my names are escaping me right now. I don't. I need to bring a roster in here. Well. Uh, but both of those seem more like the outside guys outside, in the three. Yeah. They yeah. don't seem like the typical nose no. guard in a 3-4. Those guys have to be kind of like anchors, like this Quentin Williams guy 
at Alabama, at Alabama. Is That's 320 right. and That's right. you know, hard to move out of there. I think looking back in the past, Gilbert Pena would have been good Ooh, in the 3-4. No you doubt know, about it. That kind of guy. Yeah, that's why you say, you know, could Jalen work in yeah. this type of a defense where you don't have to have a whole lot of movement? I mean, you could look at Sincere David. We talked about him. Yeah, he's a big kid. He's a big kid. Uh, he needs to work on his movement, obviously. Yeah, yeah. but it would be interesting to see here in the late signing period uh, if they go and try to find someone for that particular need. I bet they need. do. I bet a they big do. body, strong a Juco, kid. maybe. Yeah, um, you know, that's going to be something. Any names you know of right now? You know, not right now. One that really has not surfaced as far as that true nose guard. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, all the Mississippi kids. Well, I tell you what, Ishmael Socher, uh, from the state of Louisiana, he's about 6'3, 340, and he would be perfect for that yeah, nose guard yeah. spot. He's a five star defense tackle, number three player in the country. He got an official visit coming in the last weekend. Of February, it's gonna, you know, it's gonna be hard to beat LSU and Alabama out for him, but that is a perfect uh, candidate for that yeah. spot. Maybe they can sell him on that. Uh, quick playing time, obviously. Yeah, for a guy like that. Uh, and you said uh, corners were yeah. now. Um, okay, well we got Kermit now, and uh, Kermit, I hope your dad's okay. No question. Yeah, I was just talking to him. He. Uh... Got a little bout of pneumonia yesterday, oh. and they checked him into the yeah mm. to the Cupola at medical the Northeast Medical Center there, and he's doing fine. But he's going to be there for three or four days. The H is going to mm. miss the Auburn game and probably miss the Mississippi State game, but he's in good hands right there, and uh, he's doing okay. Yeah, it's a tremendous hospital in Tupelo. They do a great job over there. And they do, they do. So he's in great hands, and. Uh, but, you know, when you get 83 and you get a little bad of pneumonia, you can't be too careful. And so he's going to take it easy for a little bit. That's right. No That's question. Right. We'll be thinking about him for sure. Kermit, congratulations on the uh, Vanderbilt game. Uh, really, anytime you win a road game in the SEC, it's special to me. You know, it is, guys. And, uh, you know, especially that place because everybody who's been in the SEC at any school you know, it's such a hard place to go, especially opening night in the SEC. And their team was ready to play. Uh, they had a great crowd in Memorial Coliseum. And, you know, we went through some patches of adversity. But, uh, you know, we, we, we weren't perfect by any means. But I thought we competed really hard. And uh, it was it was, a, it was great. I, I love just seeing how happy that our players were that they won. Kermit, give me the good, bad, and the ugly from Nashville. I, I know you've analyzed it and looked at it inside out from every angle. Uh, what, what was the good, what was the bad, and what was the ugly? You know, the good was just how we had great heart. We competed. Uh, went through a lot of pockets of adversity and foul trouble with TD. Not playing hardly, you know, no, not even scoring the first half. We're up three. Uh, <laughs> it was pretty good that you, we can do that. Can absorb that kind of foul trouble. KJ Buffin, KD got four. KJ got three, and we're down six. Found a way to win, so that's the good. You know, the the bad is we we can really execute much better. We we executed some stuff, had guys open, and didn't get the ball to them at specific times to take advantage of the defense. Uh, you know, and, and I, I thought that you know we we won the rebounding war, but we got to do better there. I mean, especially against a team like Auburn. But the biggest thing, like you said. Every game has a life of its own, and when you go on the road, any road win, but especially an SEC game, and the opener to go plus one, there's a lot of positives to that. 
Coach, uh, Tyree is shooting almost 55% from the field as a guard. When's the last time you coached? Did you have anybody at MTSU that that shot like that? You know, Giddy Potts, uh, as a sophomore, the year we beat Michigan State in the tournament, he led college basketball in three-point field goal percentage and shot 50.2 from three. And Wow. You know what he did? He's a great shooter that shot good shots. And that's what Brian is. I mean, Brian's a really good shooter that shoots good shots. He may score at mid-range level better than Giddy, uh, but to what Brian is, he's – and I said this all along, is that when, when, when you do all the things right in your life, I mean, you're a student-athlete academic of the month uh, with over like a 3.5. He's been one of our best leaders, loud voice in the gym every day. Practice habits are good. And then, you know, those good things start happening to guys who are talented like that. And so all of the things are kind of maturing in his life, and I think it kind of zeroes, you know, right to, to playing like he is. Coach, uh, when I'm looking at your team stats, we won't go over the points, but you're, you're plus seven in rebounding. Uh, you're, you're plus 2.5 in assists. I'm sure you might look at that a little bit more as something you want to prove on over the team turnovers um you're you're plus 1.2 steals uh you're plus 1.8 blocks you're plus 1.8 you're you're all the categories um you're on the plus side out of what category that i named there would you like to prove more on uh, well you know, the rebounding stat you know the rebound margin i'm not sure if you said that we're, we're like plus almost plus seven or eight That's for right. offensive rebounding. Offensive rebounding has got to improve. Our defensive rebounding percentage is good. Like the percentage of defensive rebounding comes off, we're pretty good. Block out and go get them. We don't give up a lot of second shots. But what we what we don't do is we don't go pursue the ball offensive rebounding like we should. And we, we talk all the time about rebounds per minute. And that's how you judge guys. If a guy's at a 2.7 or 3.0, it's really good in college basketball. 3.5 is average. Anything 3.8 above. And we got guys five uh, a minute. You know what I mean? So we've got to improve the rebounding, uh, especially our front court uh, over the SEC schedule. Your front court, you, you've harped on uh, post-defense. I've, I've, I've seen some improvement the last couple of weeks. Are, are you getting to where you want to – B, how much farther do you have to develop in that area? Yeah, you know, I like, you know, Dom. I thought Dom's they had a plus 14, you know, and the plus minus uh, impact on winning at Vanderbilt because uh, I thought he guarded. You know, Bruce has got to be a better defensive player. Bruce, I thought Bruce shot some great shots against Vanderbilt, didn't make many, you know, but he but he, he competed hard. And uh, I, I, we're going, we love Bruce shooting the ball. He's doing some opportunities against Auburn. Uh, I'm really impressed with Blake and KJ. I know they're freshmen, and and then KJ's not going to be a guy that's going to average a ton of points as a freshman, but he's going he's to mold into that role. Blake had 11, so I'm really proud of both those guys. I tell you, Blake is a competitor, isn't he? I mean, he shows his emotions. Uh, it means something to him. He does. He's like that every day. You know, and we talked about today. He needs to equate that into better rebounding you know i think you know that guy that has that kind of motor he should be getting more rebounds but guys every day he walks in the gym he's just like that he's smiling he wants to compete 
His maturity level is great, and uh, I'm telling you, that's why, that's why he starts every game because nobody can beat him out based on his practice habits during the week. Kermit, Terrence has kind of had a history of getting in a little foul trouble in some games. It's not it's not every game, obviously, but uh, last year he, he did it frequently. What can you do coaching-wise to, hey, Terrence, let's, let's, let's cut it out? <laughs> you know, I thought we were through it, guys, because he'd done really well. <laughs> and you're right, about the last three or four games, just undisciplined, you know. I mean, just reaching. I mean, it's unbelievable. There are yeah. guys played that many games. We talk about it all the time. I mean, getting out of the stance, uh, being casual, then all of a sudden guy beats him and reaches. And it's happened at the last three games. And we, I really thought he'd done a great job and we'd really improved in that area. And so we've reverted back a little bit, and that's something we've spent a lot of time. I was very proud of TD. In the last nine minutes, he played with four fouls, and, and you know, and just we wouldn't have won the game without him. He made some unbelievable plays defensively, scored the ball, and that's the way he's got to be the whole time. You know, if you can play in a – in a pressure cooker game like that in the last nine minutes, don't foul and play uh, like that. That's what we got to have with him the whole time. Coach, uh, focusing on Wednesday now with Auburn, Bruce historically, you know, his teams, they get after those boards. We've already talked about offensive rebounding. Is that really the key stat that you come coming up this Wednesday is, is those boards? Yeah, you know, Auburn leads our league, the SEC, in all gaining possession categories, steals, offensive rebounds, and blocks. You know, you can gain possessions. You know, we're all fixed to watch the national championship of football. And more and more is said about turnover margin in football, I think, than, than basketball. But points off turnovers. But how do you gain possessions? Offensive rebounding, steals, and blocks. And they lead a league in all three categories. So, I mean, that's why they're good. I mean, and they make probably the most threes for anybody in our league. So, when you put those stats together, that's why they're ranked 12th in the country. And all that is really, really important. But you're right. The, the offensive glass, keeping them off the boards, will be a huge part of it. Coach, uh, not trying to end on a negative note, but uh, – is there is there a, is there a remedy to your short bench? Um, you know your your depth just it's it's okay, but it's not where you want it. Obviously, as you as you build this program. Yeah, yeah, I think it's just I really do, guys. I think it's just being a first year program, and uh, you know Franco Miller being out for the year hurt us. I think that was a a guy we thought would battle Devontae to the starting point guard. You know, for sure, back him up and play a lot. Uh, that's why D.C. Davis, you know, he was a walk-on last year. He put him on scholarship, and he's been admirable. But, you know, that's, you know, D.C.'s gave us 10 or 12 good minutes. You know, we're just going to try to play guys that we really think deserve to play based on practice. And, you know, Zach Naylor kind of beat out Luis Rodriguez uh, last week's of practice. That's why he got the 10 minutes the other night. You know, but you look at it, we've really got eight guys. You know, we love Bruce. We love KJ off the bench. That's seven. You know, if you get eight, you know, and D.C.'s our eighth guy. And so right now, you know, Zach, kind of based on today, is probably be the ninth guy going into Auburn and maybe Luis 10. But I don't know. I guess the coach has got to trust those guys. And I just think that, you know, right now we will be battled and battled it. But you're exactly right. Knock on wood, you got to keep guys healthy. And on our team in our first year, 
you know, you know, it's going to be hard to absorb some kind of injuries or a lot of foul trouble. Coach, uh, expecting a big crowd Wednesday, and I, I know you want to encourage all Rebels before we let you go, all Rebels to come out for this big game Wednesday at 6 o'clock. Yeah, you know, I think that they said the lower bowl was sold out. Maybe got a little over 1,000 tickets up. The biggest thing we, we have a problem with sometimes is people who buy season tickets and don't go. And, yeah. you know, like Jackson. And, we, and I understand that drive sometimes, but they've got a, a procedure now, a process of giving your tickets back and, and getting them to other people. We just want them, you know, we, we just a national televised game. Uh, it's the 12th ranked team in the country. What a great way to showcase our program in an early stage, you know, and because we know how the Rebel fans can, can act. The old Miss Spirit will be terrific. I think we'll have an unbelievable crowd. I said it after Vanderbilt. I really think the game will get sold out. Maybe and I'll be proved wrong, but I just think the old Miss will, will will show up, and uh, I think it's going to be an unbelievable environment because we're going to need every single person to give us the best possible chance to to be the team that may go to the Final Four. So we sure hope everybody's there at, at 6, and uh, I think it's going to be a great night. Coach, good luck Wednesday night, and thank you for co-hosting the Rebel Yell Hotline. <laughs> we appreciate you, buddy. I tell you, Dad, we're thank thinking you guys. of it. Always great being with you. Thank you, man. Thank you, my you man. Too. Thanks, Kermit. Kermit Davis on the Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. Hang tight for our sponsor's wonderful word.
This is the Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. The lines are open at 888-808-8637. And now, back to the Rebel Yell Hotline. All right, welcome back to the final segment of tonight's Cannon Motor Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. Yancey, I, I, I wasn't going to say anything to Kermit when I had him on the air, but I, I, I really, I said, yeah, the other night when I was watching the game and about 35 seconds into the game, Vanderbilt scored two quick buckets and made it four to nothing, and he called a timeout, and he went, over, and he went to chewing some folks. That's when and he I, starts getting red, too. Yeah, and I said, yeah, I said you know what? That's coaching. Uh, <laughs> that's what that's what you do when things aren't going right. He'll do it with a minute left up twenty, and oh, they start getting a little sloppy, a little bit. I mean, I he's trying to teach them for down the road. You know, <laughs> I don't care if you're up twenty right now and gets, you know, slippery rock. You, you got to close it like this because that's the way we got to play yeah. and practice. You know, habits make practice. So uh, I think, um, I, I mean, I just think he's an outstanding coach. I do too. I do too, and I think. You're going to see it. I, I think he's shorthanded this year. Yeah, no question. Uh, if they can stay injury-free, though. <laughs> yeah, they'll make some noise. They'll yeah, make some noise. Yeah. But, you know, they, they need to They could be a tournament team if they here. stay injury-free. they got the same issue the football team's got, though. they got to get more players. There's no there's no question about it in my mind. Um, let's go to the control room now, Mr. Jack Schultz, around the SEC. It's time for this week's report from around the SEC. Brought to you by Cheney's Pharmacy, home of the Ugly Mug Coffee and TCBY Yogurt. Located next to the library on Bramlett Boulevard. You're listening to Rebel Yell Hotline's edition of SEC Sports News. It was an average and disappointing bowl season for the SEC as conference teams went just 6-5 and five this postseason. Florida won its bowl game with an impressive performance over Michigan, 41-15, and Auburn thumped Purdue, 63-14. Kentucky completed a historic season, stealing its 10th win with a 27-24 thriller over Penn State, while LSU silenced UCF with a 40-32 win in the Fiesta Bowl, ending a 23-game win streak for the Knights. Georgia disappointed in the Sugar Bowl, though, losing to Texas, and Mississippi State was underwhelming in its loss to Iowa in the Outback Bowl. All eyes are now on Alabama in the national championship game for the fourth straight season. The Crimson Tide face Clemson once again tonight at 7 p.m. Alabama's offense was impressive in the semifinal game, scoring 45 points behind 318 yards on 24 of 27 passing from Tua Tungavaloa. Their defense gave up 34 points to the Sooners, however, and will have to be better against the Tigers tonight. In basketball, the SEC is finally competing with the big dogs. Four teams rank inside the top 25. Tennessee is number three nationally, Auburn number 11, Mississippi State 14, and Kentucky 18. But the Wildcats lost their conference opener at Alabama, who also received votes for the top 25. Ole Miss has the second-best record among SEC teams at 11-2, just behind the 12-1 Volunteers. Arkansas and LSU are each 10-3 as well. Should be a competitive year on the hardwood in the SEC. The game to watch this week is number 11 Auburn at Ole Miss. Be sure to pack the pavilion to support Kermit Davis and company Wednesday at 6 p.m. That's all for now. Talk to you next Monday night, Rebel fans. Thank you, Jack. Appreciate it. Uh, man, talk about Tennessee basketball. 
They absolutely thumped Georgia. Wow. I watched a lot of that game, Chuck. I I did. I I mean, it's like Kermit Davis with a few more good players. Yeah. I mean, they are so well coached, and they obviously got some studs. Yeah, I I like that coach up there. Good, Bad, and Ugly brought to you by Big Delta Power Sports in Batesville. If you need a four-wheeler, side-by-side, a lawnmower, Big Delta Power Sports is the only place to shop. Brett Rousey and his staff will give you a great deal on the model you want with affordable financing and competitive prices. That's Big Delta Power Sports in Batesville. The good, well, a lot has happened since we've been off for the holidays. A lot has happened, that, that, and I can't think of anything bad that wasn't expected. It's been a good couple of weeks with the men's basketball team riding an eight-game win streak and having won their SEC opener at Vanderbilt, 81-71, behind Brian Tyree's prolific scoring, 31 points, career high, while Terrence Davis struggled with foul trouble. Let's just go ahead and say it for the hundredth time. Kermit Davis Jr. can coach, guys, period. Also, since we've been gone, Matt Luke has hired Rich Rodriguez as the new offensive coordinator. Rodriguez has been a head coach at West Virginia, Michigan, Arizona, Tulane, and was the hottest coach in the nation a few years back due to his innovative offense that has since been copied numerous times, either in its entirety or partially. Rich Rod, coupled with new D.C. Mike McIntyre, gives Ole Miss football staff instant credibility. It may have lacked from a name recognition standpoint last year. Both hires have ignited an otherwise skeptical fan base about the program and given them a needed shot in the arm, if nothing else. Bad? Well, bless her heart, Coach Yo's women's basketball team is bad and losing, but anyone who thought things would be different under the first-year coach has not paid any attention. Coach Yo was left with a bare cupboard, and it's a total rebuilding job that will not change overnight. Have some patience. She deserves it. The Good, Bad, and Ugly brought to you by Big Delta Power Sports in Batesville. Yancey, we've got just a minute or two. Give me your pick for uh, this game that's about to start, Alabama and Clemson, and why? I've got Alabama 31-28. I'm rooting for Clemson, but, uh, you know, I think Alabama, I just, I, I, I still think they got a little bit better players than, than Clemson does. Well, let me say this. If they, if Alabama doesn't play any better than they did against Oklahoma, right. Clemson's going to win the game. Yeah. It was the most undisciplined Nick Saban team I'd ever seen. In the last six games, they really have not improved any. They kind of regressed in some areas, which is very unsaving-like. They usually get better and better and better. So things do set up for Clemson. Uh, I still want to stay with 31-28. I'm going to go with Clemson, and I don't know why. I just am. Just because you're going with Alabama. There you go. <laughs> Good I'm night, everybody. For Howdy, toddy.
What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com podcast. Easier said, done.